Hello to everybody whose underwear has pockets. It's Beautiful Anonymous. One hour, one phone call. No names, no holds barred. I'd rather go one-on-one. I think it'll be more fun. And I'll get to know you and you'll get to know me. Hi everybody, Chris Gethard here. Welcome to another episode of Beautiful Anonymous. I am so excited for you to hear this episode that you're about to hear. This was a live episode that we recorded in San Francisco at The Independent, which was a really, really great venue. And I highly suggest that you patronize them when they put on shows. And I ate some great pizza at a place around the block, kind of right across the street. A little up if you come out and you look to the right across the street right there at that corner. That pizza was great. Sorry, I don't remember the name of the place. Thanks to my friends uh, Adam and Amy for for hooking that up. Very nice of you. Now, before we get into that, you might be saying to yourself, hey, this one's a live show. I always like the live shows. I'd like to attend a live show someday. Well, guess what? Live shows are all rescheduled, all the ones that got pushed because of COVID. There's a bunch of new ones up there as well. We got a live stand-up in Florida in May, and then our first uh, tapings back are in North Carolina. But blah, blah, blah. You can go find all that at chrisgeth.com. Who cares? What I know is that this caller is amazing. This caller, this call's the type of call that makes me continue to be fascinated by this show because I'm fascinated by people. And the show only makes that happen more so for me as its host. We talk a lot about what it's like to hang out at a gay resort in Palm Springs. And right there, I bet everybody's said to themselves, well, I'll buckle up for that. That sounds like it's going to be a fun, charming call. And it is. And then, because life is real along the way, we hear about some medical issues. We hear about how you can step up for friends in need. We hear about what can happen in your own past to make you feel so compelled to help other people. And I I tell you, I'm sitting here now, months after we recorded this thing, and now I'm back in my house in Jersey, and I'm recording this intro. And I'm going, it's calls like this, where this caller speaks to specifically the sections about helping other people, helping friends, and why you do that. And I sit here and go, I have felt very compelled lately to try to get out there in a real way, not in a theoretical broad way. Not like, oh, I make a podcast, and a lot of people say it's a, it helps them. Like, what can I be doing with my time, with my effort, with my money to help people get out there, be a good person? And... And this call, I have to say, in no small way, in no small way, it had an effect on me. And uh, you think about that. You think about, yeah, you got to get in the trenches for people. Do the right thing. And also, at one point, the caller says that Palm Springs is like gay. He says something akin to uh, Palm Springs and gay men, it's like moths to a flame. And man, is that a funny thing to say. And man, was this caller cool. And man, am I excited for you to hear this call. Enjoy it, everybody. Thank you for calling Beautiful Anonymous. A beeping noise will indicate when you are on the show with the host. Chris. Hey, what's up? Oh, wow. Hi. (laughs) How you doing? We're in uh, San Francisco tonight, right? We are with a room full of people who I think uh, really got your back and want this to go well, right? There you go. There you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I thought about calling in tonight because I used to live a few blocks from where you guys are right now, but I don't live there anymore. So for 
you know, so it'll all be anonymous. Don't worry. <laughs> it was a long time ago. You did. Do you want so, to say uh, the name of the street you lived on to get the credibility of this crowd on your side? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The corner of Oak and Masonic. So. Popular corner, my friends. Really? Okay. Yeah, I didn't hear anything. But people, yeah, yeah. I, lived, I lived there in the... I lived there in like the 90s and early, early 2000s. It got an applause. And it was awesome. What's so great about that corner? So somebody just um, went, hate Ashbury, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it was great living like two blocks from the hate. In fact, earlier today, I don't know, there was some entertainment news that Martin Scorsese is going to direct the biopic of Jerry Garcia and with Jonah Hill. And it made me think, like, the day Jerry Garcia died, I didn't watch the news that day, and I was walking around the hate, and everybody was, like, crying and wailing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with everybody today? <laughs> and apparently I was on the background on CNN, and my mom called and said, you were just on CNN. And so that was my – maybe I'll, I'll get to be in the biopic playing myself. I don't know. <laughs> um, what if your mom was how, like, how, you were just on CNN looking so stoic and unemotional during this emotional time in San Francisco. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I hope you're enjoying San Francisco. Um, (laughs) uh, I don't know where to start. I mean, that man, that guy in Kansas on the live show a couple weeks ago, man, he set the the bar high, so I'm a little nervous. Oh, yeah, that barber from Kansas. My mom texted me and was like, I liked the barber from Kansas. And I go, if my mom Sally's reaching out, that's a good caller. (laughs) I thought she stopped listening a solid two years ago, if I'm being honest. (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I was going to call for the live show last week or a few days ago, whatever. I lost track of time. Um, I was on vacation, mm-hmm. um, but I'm back home now. Um, I won't say where. Um, and yeah, I was at a, uh, at a clothing optional gay resort in Palm Springs last weekend for my annual getaway. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I, should just, I have nothing going on. I should call and see if I get through to Chris. I love that. And, um, um, but I lost track of I lost track of time because you know you can lose track of time when you're at a clothing optional gay resort in Palm Springs. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you just stop you. You don't watch the clock. You're not a clock watcher when you're in that environment. You go where the winds take you and you have fun, right? You, that's you should you should. That's part of the reason for going, I guess. Yeah. Now, here's a question yeah, that definitely. Is, instantly popped into my head. Legitimately, my first question. Did they make you wear a mask at a clothing optional resort? Mm, no, no, uh, no, they do not. Um, also, you had to be, you had to show proof of vaccination and everything. And everywhere in Palm Springs, like, they were being very vigilant about checking vaccination status. And so I, oh, basically no one was wearing masks, like going to, going into the bars and restaurants. Um, uh, everyone was checking. I, I went into a casino. They didn't check there, but, um, but everywhere else, everywhere was uh, very, they were enforcing it, but mm-hmm. nobody was wearing masks though. No, so, I'm- because they were checking the steps. So, but at the gay resort, no, nobody was wearing anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Sounds- yeah, it's awesome. I love it there. I, I go every year for, I don't know, like seven years now. Um, I go once a year by myself just to relax and recharge. And I just, I don't know, I just, it kind of happens to gay men when they get older. You kind of like, you're just kind of drawn to Palm Springs like a magnet. And it just kind of, you can't resist it. 
<laughs> you just uh-huh. end up there. Uh-huh. And uh and it's just a bunch of other old gay guys hanging around in the naked in the pools and hot tubs and going to the pool going to the restaurants and then there's a scattering of young ones and and uh shenanigans happen. Mm-hmm. So. Shenanigans. <laughs> now he, um, another question that pops into my my mind is um shenanigans happen. Love it. More mm-hmm. power to you. I mean, yeah, get you know, certainly it is a getaway. I love that. Do people are shenanigans happening old school style? Like you're in the hot tub, people start flirting, making eyes at each other, or are people still like at the resort, like going on apps and hooking up, like arranging hookups via apps, even though you're at a resort where everyone's checking out each other's goods? Well, um, option A described my first few hours there. <laughs> so, um, sitting in the hot tub, being flirty and making eyes and chatting and following that stream. So yeah, that option A was my first few hours there. Um, I didn't get on the apps really other than just being nosy, but a lot of, I, I do get the sense that people were hooking up on apps. Um, just cause especially like the younger people, that just seems to be what they do now. So and mm-hmm. I, I go there to get away. I don't want to be on screens and stuff when I'm there. So yeah, um, I'm with I you. don't want to be looking at my phone or iPad or anything. So, um, so no, I, I stuck with the, I stuck with the flirting in the hot tub. I so, love it. Or flirting at that, or flirting at the bar. There was a guy at the, there, I went to the like, kind of like leather bar the first night and there was a guy there who I just was like, you don't know where you are. He was wearing like Prada and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and we ended up uh, talking and uh, had a great time, but I was like, you don't know where you are. So, but it, that was like, nice. it was nice to meet people in real life again, you know, after yeah. all this past year and a half, like just be in an environment and just go up to a stranger and have a conversation with them. And it was just so, oh, it just, it just really satisfied my soul a great, a great deal to be able to do that again. I love it. And I love that you and I are talking about it. And I feel like, what was that? I said I love it, and I love I love that you and I are talking about it, and I I love I love knowing that like this is perhaps the type of environment that maybe in um, you know certainly within my lifetime and even within some people's experience still probably people maybe keep this hidden for whatever reason, and that you and I are just talking openly about it because what I love is like. Yeah, like as things are getting better and we can all show vaccination cards and things set standards, like this means we can go to supermarkets again. And it also means that there are clothing optional gay resorts and Palm Springs that can get up and running again. And that then those things are just fucking equally awesome. Like that and the shop right are both back up and running. And I fucking love that. I really do. I say that unironically. Yeah, no, it's true. I completely agree. And last week was like the first time I was like, I'm, things are starting to feel normal again. So, I, and I'm, what a beautiful thing to say. I showed up at, I'm, I'm naked in a hot tub with a bunch of other naked strangers. Things are feeling normal again. What a fucking yeah. cool thing to say. <laughs> oh, I love that. It is. That's for- for me, that's normal. For me, that's returning to normalcy. It's so the best. Um, yeah, because 
What's that? I said it's the best. It's the best. I yeah. I do want yeah. to make sure though. If Palm you, Springs is my happy place. If you want to talk about Palm Springs and this experience the whole time, we can. I also want to make sure too though. Yeah. If this was just if this was just getting to know each other and you had other things you wanted to talk about, yeah. I, I don't want to just focus on on uh, on the shenanigans at the resort. The yeah, whole there's time. really. I mean, there's really not that much more to say about <laughs> it other than it's it's a lot of fun. It's my happy place. So. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have another reason for going there. Um, my, uh, my, this is going to sound weird, but my, my, my left ear died about seven years ago. Okay. Like I woke up one day and my left ear was like, my hearing was hundred percent gone, total tinnitus. I couldn't walk. All my equilibrium was gone. And when I go to Palm Springs, my ear doesn't bother me. Um, I'm okay now. I'm okay now, but I, I, I do deal with some of the issues around it, but for like four months, I could barely walk. I was in like a brain fog. Um, I just, I woke up from a nap on July 4th, 2014 and was like projectile vomiting across the room. (laughs) Uh, and they don't know. They, it took me four months to find a specialist to, to figure out what was going on. And, uh, I kind of like, he thinks a virus, some strange virus kind of tore through my ear. Um, and I said, what's the virus? Like, is it something we can deal with? He goes, we probably won't be able to find out until you die and we do an autopsy. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I think I will pass on knowing, finding out that right now. Let's pause right there. That's why sometimes you go, yeah, we, there's, more, there's more medical advances to be had. You gotta wait till you die. Okay. Okay, Doc. Then I don't think I need to pay my copay on this compo. Anyway, what we're going to do right now is we're going to have some ads. We'll be right back. Thank you to all of our advertisers who support the show. Now let's get back to the phone call. I kind of like, he thinks a virus, some strange virus kind of tore through my ear. Um... And I said, what's the virus? Like, is it something we can deal with? He goes, we probably won't be able to find out until you die and we do an autopsy. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I think I will pass on knowing, finding out that right now. It's a weird thing um, for a doctor to say. He was a strange guy. He was a really strange guy. But, um, <laughs> but, he, but he saved me. He really did save me. That's good. So, I do just have um, this image, though, of you being like, oh, it's a virus. What's the name of the virus? And him being like, we won't know till you're dead. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. But when you would go to and Palm Springs, like, it wouldn't it wouldn't affect you anymore. Well, no. Um, so, so yeah. What there's also a little hole that was developed in one of my little. You know, there's all those little ear, those little bones in your mm-hmm. inner ear. Sure. So um, immediately he put me on um, uh, clonopin, which is normally an anxiety pill but it's also for people with people with equilibrium issues take it. And oh, no. like I had barely been able to walk across the room for four, for four months. And within two days I was like walking normal again, All right. just from taking a mild, a mild dose of clonopin. Love it. And, um, I lost my uh, sense of balance. Cause you know, you've got those little balance crystals in your ear and not, I mean, I don't know if they disappeared or what, but they just, they don't work anymore. So I went through eight weeks of this weird experimental balance retraining 
And I, I rely more on my peripheral vision now for balance. And so it just happened. And I just coincidentally, I had a trip planned to Palm Springs right after all this got, got fixed. And when I was there, it just felt amazing because it's so dry there. I think the dryness and the bare, the low barometric pressure and the, like the, just the low flat architecture, it just is just the right combination. That's what, that's what my doctor told me when I said, I felt great in Palm Springs. And he was like, yeah, that might be because of all those things. So so that's the other reason I love Palm Springs. That's, but we don't, have, we don't have to talk about Palm Springs anymore. <laughs> I love it, though. I love hearing that you've already got this destination that you like to go to. And then on top of it, you feel physically better while you're there. And you get the hook yeah, up. This sounds like the greatest place on earth for you in particular. I get to travel to a place where I don't have to suffer from bizarre balance issues. And also, it's a potential I can, sexual I fantasy. I can engage event. in intercourse. I can encourage, engage in intercourse with, stri- with strangers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Walk straight, not vomit, have sex with a stranger. Welcome to Palm Springs. What a, they should hire you for the tourism yeah. bureau. Now, I know we're moving on from yeah. Palm Springs. I do want to let you know we've got some questions from the crowd coming in about this section of the show. Oh, so maybe oh, that'll, yeah, be, I forgot. Okay. that'll be a good um, bridge. That can be a good segue as we move on. Um, Lady Walter wants to know, is it clothing optional even in the restaurants at the resort? Oh, so the resort didn't have a restaurant. The, most of the most of the gay resorts don't really have restaurants. Like you go out to eat. So I was. It's not like Club Med or one of those. God. I mean, there's only like there. It's it's more like a. It's more like kind of an old school motel with like you know small little like studio motel rooms. Kind of. Yeah. Um, some are a little bigger. Some are a little smaller. And there's pools and hot tubs, but there's no restaurant. Got no. it. Got it. So this is not yeah, like no. This is not like when I went I, to I, the Dominican I, Republic and there were like teens teaching cha cha lessons in the afternoon and then a pineapple toss contest and then aqua aerobics. Not like that type of resort. No, 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 no. The uh, no, there were there were no planned planned events. Everybody had to. Everyone had to make use of their own time, their own way. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have a question. Uh, where do you keep your room key at such a resort? <laughs> Followed also. Ah, Ste- well, Stephen Premel also swallows up, which also Stephen came here from uh, far, from Portland tonight, I think. Where do you keep your vaccination card at a clothing optional gay resort? So a lot of people want to know where you keep okay. your belongings. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'll do the vaccination card first. That's easiest. And the room key is kind of funny. So... Uh, the vaccination card, they were, everyone was fine just looking at a picture on your phone. And so at the resort, I just had to show it the first, when I first got there, they needed, they didn't look at it anymore. And, you know, and everywhere else I went in Palm Springs, not clothing optional. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I had my phone on me and I showed my vaccination card and then put my phone, phone away. So that wasn't an issue at the resort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the room key though, yeah, so the room key is on like a little, you know, one of those like little twisty, like expandable things. You could like put it on your wrist or whatever. Ah. And so you just kind of carry it around like, you know, and also it's really safe there. Sometimes I just, I didn't lock my doors. If I was just going to the hot tub for a little bit, I wouldn't, sometimes I just didn't lock my door. I wasn't worried about security. So, um, but one thing that was kind of funny was, 
So I mentioned a little bit ago going to that leather bar. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't remember if I mentioned or not that it was underwear night and there were like a hundred guys there and a lot of people checked their pants and they were just in there. A lot of these guys were just in their underwear, mm-hmm. uh, jock straps, briefs, boxer briefs, whatever. Um, and I decided I'm, you know, I'm going to do it. I don't normally do this kind of stuff, but I'm going to, I'm going to walk around in my underwear at the bar. <laughs> so, and I had recently bought this pair of underwear that kind of had like little pockets on side. <laughs> so that is where I put my ring key when I was walking around in my underwear at the leather bar. Your underwear has pockets. I'm glad yes. that in 2021, that's probably the thing you've said so far that has shocked me the most. It, it reminded me of, it, well, and then, so that guy that I was chatting with who was wearing Prada unexpectedly, um, the, the conversation started because he said, oh my God, your underwear has, has pockets. That is amazing. Yeah. And I'm a pretty pragmatic, I'm a pretty pragmatic guy. So, uh, so that just, yeah, that kind of made sense. Uh, it's boxers, boxer uh, briefs. I, what type of underwear has pockets? I know it's not briefs. It, I, they, they were, they, it's a popular brand in the gay community. Um, Andrew Christian. And it just, it was this one that had little pockets. And it reminded me, you know how like, you know how like women are always like, I love this dress and look, it has pockets. And I uh-huh. totally like wanted to do that. Uh huh. That just got like, a round of applause. A round of applause. Yes. Yes. So the ladies know what I'm talking about. I uh-huh. love this dress and it has pockets. Uh-huh. Gay men, I love these briefs and it has pockets. So they were briefs. So is this idea because there are enough events where you might just be in your underwear that these are specifically made for this exact purpose? That if you are at an event where you're wearing your underwear publicly, now you have a place to put belongings? I, I think that was the idea by, from the person who designed it, I believe. Yeah, that must have been because these are, well this, is a, 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 this is a line of, of underwear designed for, you know, it's kind of marketed towards gay men to, you know, be seen out and about in at Love events. It. And somebody said, somebody said, let's put some pockets on one of these. I mean, it's it's simple innovations that make you a goddamn millionaire. Um, last question, yeah. we, last question we have about the resort, and just one that I'm concerned about too: are sunburns a concern when you're at an clothing uh, optional resort in Palm Springs? That's a lot of sun. That's a lot of sunblock to have to put on your whole yes, body every yes. day. Yes, yes. Um, I am very pale. Yeah, um, I often too. joke that if people see me. You know, uh, I basically look like a hairy ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I and I tried to I tried not to lay out in the sun that much. Yeah. So, um, I tried to I tried to be indoors at the highest point of the day. And you know, and also you know, we recently had the time change, so there was less time to be out in the sun. So, and most people were out at night. So it also gives. <laughs> but, there, you... but there were definitely some. There were definitely some leathery people laying by the pool all. <laughs> damn day, like putting sunscreen on themselves. I yeah. feel like it also gives yeah, you such concern. an easy pickup line. You have such an easy pickup line if you're out there and it's coming up on like noon, one, like you say, the sun's getting highest in the day. You just turn to somebody you're interested in. You go, I can't really be out in this sun. I think I'm going to head inside. Would you care to join? And then right there, it hands you your move. Man, I think, I think maybe you should come with me next time and be my wingman. <laughs> I'll be your wingman, you hairy ghost. Oh. Let's get out there. <laughs> I actually, my, uh, my, uh, best friend who's straight actually drove out, uh, he lived a couple hours away and he, uh, drove out to have lunch with me 
And it wasn't time for him to arrive back yet. And I was like, well, just come in the resort and sit with me. And you don't have to be naked. So, yeah, my straight friend was there. So we just hung out for like a half hour and chatted some more. And you, did so. you, your straight friend kept his clothes on? Well, yeah, we both had our clothes on it, but it was just, you know, five o'clock and we were just sitting sure. around at the table I would feel, in the general I, area. I would feel weirder being the only clothed person. I would feel more comfortable naked if everyone was naked. Regardless, well, it's, not forced, it's not forced nudity. You know, it's just like, you know. Certainly not. Certainly not. That would be yeah. a bizarre vacation to sign up for. We dare you to try yeah. to keep your clothes on, motherfucker. <laughs> we will get them so, off your butt. That would be a terrifying nightmare of a vacation. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. just saying, like, if I was in that situation where I was meeting a friend and I walked in and there's like 30 naked people, I'm like, I think I'd rather just chat naked at this point because I'd feel weirder being the only clothed person than the only person married to a woman. Right. I feel weirder right. about that, I think. Anyway, plus I'm a little show off. What can I say? What can I say? I'm a goddamn Aww. exhibitionist at the end of the day. I like getting on stage. Okay, what uh what else do we want to talk about? Um today's been kind of an interesting day. I uh um the day started off I dropped my friend off at rehab <laughs> and uh yeah and uh it was funny actually he called me it was, I, so first of all i was watching an episode i wanted to rewatch that episode of broad city with the kid who's like yes queen and i was like oh wait chris is on this show and beautiful anonymous this night all right and, it was meant to be and then and then my friend called to tell me he settled into rehab okay and then um, I was like, oh, I wonder, I think, yeah, I think beautiful announcements today. I should check. I'm like, you guys had tweeted out the number like 10 seconds before I looked. So I'm like, all right, let's see what happens. Okay. Well, I'm glad your friend has so, settled yeah, in. That's a, hard, that's a hard day. Yeah. That's a hard day. It's, yeah. We've been, we've been trying to get him. We've been trying to get him there for quite a while. Well, so, you know what though? It also speaks um, highly of you because to be the person who gets that call demonstrates a real level of trust. And it, it, it makes me instantly yeah. like and trust you because it shows me that a person who is in a very vulnerable place and, and probably not something that is a high point in their life trusted you to help them get through that. So kudos to you for stepping well, up. Also, you know, I've been on a journey myself and I've been learning to set boundaries better. Um, and, you know, I told him, few, you know, I kept taking him to the, he would call me totally wasted and hung over and I would take him to ER to get fixed up. And, and I said, this is it. The next time you call, you're going to rehab. I'm not taking you to the ER. I'm not coming to, you know, you know, hold your hair back anymore. <laughs> I'm, mm-hmm. Next time you call, you're going to rehab. And he, two weeks ago, he called and he said, I'm ready. Take me to rehab. But getting in the rehab is not that easy. It takes a couple of weeks. So I had to kind of hold his hand while we went through, while he got through all the bureaucracy and drama. But today was the day he got to go check in. So I'm really happy for him and Thank holding you. good thoughts for him. So, Well, look, the crowd just gave applause to your friend and applause to you. And I'm already seeing people, t- tweets coming in already from people saying best of luck to your friend. And uh, Aww, yeah. also, also... And- people tweeting pictures of the underwear at me and it does look, I mean, that's fashionable. It's, oh, the color schemes on the red so, and blue are incredible. Andre. 
Is that Andrew the, Christian? Oh, Andrew Christian. Okay, I can just see the word Andre from the Anglo. Those are beautiful underwear. And uh, someone wants to know where you get oh, them. Okay. Number one Sugar Ray fan is their name on Twitter. They want to know where you get the underwear with the pockets. Okay, so um, uh, as I, I said a little bit ago, I'm pragmatic, and I, I went into one of the local adult stores mm-hmm. a while back, and they had a 50% off rack, and it was on the 50% off rack. And I was like, oh, I like these. You so, got underwear okay. with pockets, and you got them at a discount? That is a fucking dream come yeah. true. Look yeah, at that. I can, yeah. I will hook you up with all the best deals. Now, you know what else, though? Number one Sugar Ray fan also just tweeted, first of all, is referring to you as Harry Ghost. Just so you know, you have given yourself the name Harry Ghost to this audience. Harry Ghost. Oh, my gosh. Harry Ghost is the definition of a good friend, not afraid to be the bad guy, Uh, which I think for you to be the one that's like, hey, I'm going to draw a line in the sand. If you call me again, we're dealing with it. That is a a moment in a friendship that you don't know how that's going to go. So very happy to hear that your friend needed that and your instinct that that's what your friend needed was on target. Yeah. Yeah. He got, he got mad at me because I have some, you know, I have some other people in my life. I don't hold the boundaries with as much. And, mm-hmm. but he didn't, he, what he, I had to remind, I mean, this is going to get a little more serious and dark here, but you know, my, you know, I went through the same thing with my brother and taking him to the ER, getting him dehydrated, getting him detoxed cycle over and over again. And then it didn't end well. He, you know, he died. So, and I just had to remind him, I'm, I can't go through that again. And you know that. So, um, so yeah, that is, uh, um, that's why I had to hold that boundary. So I'm so sorry to hear about your brother. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, it's the live show, so I'll try to keep it light, but (laughs) no, I mean, um, I don't think that. Uh, yeah, the other thing that happened today was I decided on my next tattoo. This has been a year of growth for me, and I started. I decided I'm going to start getting tattoos. So this will be your first and, one. Well, the first one kind of ties back to the whole ear thing. So um, I was always kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm such a people pleaser, and I, you know, whenever. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I'm sorry, I'm having a problem. And oh, I'm sorry. And then you probably watched that movie, um, Sound of Metal. Did you? You probably watched that last I year, right? I haven't watched it yet. My wife watched it. Oh my god, that is. Uh, people are you, clapping. People you in this would love crowd. It. I know I would love it. Here's the thing: I am the father of a two-year-old, so the idea of watching I the know. entire movie is laughable right now. But my wife I managed know. to watch it. She said it was great. I got to get back on this shit. Yeah. I watched two well, so movies on the plane today. What'd you watch? I rewatched Logan and I rewatched uh, Two Towers and Lord of the Rings, Two Towers. And someone earlier today oh, had yeah, sent yeah. me a message and was asking how the flight was. And I said, I watched Two Towers. And they were like, The fuck were you watching on the plane? I was like, Two Towers. And they were like, You watched a fucking thing about 9 11 on the plane? I was like, No, Lord of the Rings, <laughs> the Two Towers. A, I mean, I. Oh, they probably I, should not even what, legally be allowed to show that movie on planes with that. They should change no, the name, it should, right? Should be like the second like one. Jam the, yeah, it should jam the. Uh, um, they should jam the signal, but or just change um, no, the cover. Sound of Metal is a 
It's like first one, Fellowship of yeah. the Rings. Yeah. Third one, Return of the King. Yeah. <laughs> Second one, right. like in Lord of the Rings, do right. electric boogaloo. Like, <laughs> we're not going to talk about it. Enjoy your flight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> um, yeah, Sound of Metal really made me feel more confident about my ear, even though I had that condition for like six years at that point. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just need to fucking own my deafness and just say I'm fucking deaf. I am, I have single-sided deafness and I decided to research it and I found like this whole Reddit group um, devoted to single-sided deafness. And there was a video posted of someone talking about their experience with single-sided deafness. And at one point she goes, oh, and I have this tattoo next to my ear to help remind people that I'm deaf in that ear. And the tattoo is like, it's like the mute symbol on your on like a computer or something. I, I use Mac, so like if you hit the mute button, it's like it looks like a little speaker with like a yeah. A no, we can all see all it. Across it. Everyone, in, applaud if you know exactly what the yes. Everyone in this, yeah. everyone can see it. Yeah. So I I said I've been wanting a tattoo. I've been waiting to know exactly what the right one is. This is it, and within three days I had it. Wow. And, and if, if anybody there knows, I mean, I'm a total neophyte to tattoos, but I'm sure anyone there with tattoos knows it is goddamn fucking addictive. It is an enormous rush. Yeah, I got a couple. And I got, so I got a few two ba- more. I got a few bad ones uh, because of that. I was like, I'm going back for more. And yeah. I am not thinking that hard about them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've met some people this, cause I, now I talk about tattoos all the time. Everyone's like, shut up. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, I've seen some bad ones. In fact, uh, one of them, yeah, I'll, I'll, I probably mention in a moment. Um, so in the summertime, I wanted to get some quotes that are important to me. And I really, I'd never realized that these two quotes kind of resonated so well. So, um, on the inside of my wrist in my typewriter font, on my right wrist, it's a, it's a line from Twin Peaks, which I'm obsessed with. It is happening again for the Twin Peaks fans in the audience. It is happening again. And on my left wrist, it is a very, very uh, inside baseball reference in the movie Magnolia, which I'm obsessed with as well. Um, and it says, but it did happen. So the tattoos are, but it did happen and it's happening again. And those two tattoos just kind of, I look at them every day and they keep me moving forward and not looking back, not, not obsessing about the future, living in the moment. And they just really mean a lot to me. Let's pause right there. That's like a beautiful lyric. Not looking back, not obsessing about the future. Living in the moment and they just really mean a lot to me. Somebody put that in a song, please. Let's do some ads. We'll be right back. Okay, everybody, we are back and I wanted to give you a heads up. Had a few technical issues uh, out there on the road. Very unpredictable when you're out there on the road. So guess what? I sound a little weird for the last few minutes of the call. We are aware of it. Everybody's going to have to deal with it. It's okay. It happens sometimes. That's part of the game, baby. That's part of this game we all play. Okay, 
Excuse the sound issues. Let's finish up the phone call. Those two tattoos just kind of, I look at them every day and they keep me moving forward and not looking back, not, not obsessing about the future, living in the moment. And they just really mean a lot to me. So What's that probably coming? blew my anonymity a little bit. If any of my friends, if anybody, <laughs> if anybody who knows me is listening. Right. Uh, if there's anybody so who's like, today. I wonder if this is my friend with two specific quotes and a mute symbol um, <laughs> tattoo. That's fair. Who, just, That's who, fair. Was just, who was just naked in Palm Springs. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, no, so I'm going to get, uh, now I, but these are all just black. So I just want to get, I want to get a color one. So I'm going to get a, a graphic Twin Peaks tattoo on my bicep of like the owl, again, for the Twin Peaks fans, like the owl symbol and the, the red, the red drapes and everything. Um, and then after that, I want to get uh, a, a green tattoo of the frogs from Magnolia. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. And so this friend of mine has a frogs, Magnolia frogs tattoo. And he's like, Oh, I got it 20 years ago. It's the worst decision I ever made. <laughs> uh-huh. And I didn't know he had it. So yeah, that was a bad tattoo, but I'm going to get, I'm going to get a good one. So. Okay. We've got some responses coming into this section. Um, first of all, we've got something I agree with. Emma, re- responding to something we talked about a few minutes ago in regards to your brother, said, you do not need to keep it light. Uh, this is beautiful, anonymous, LMAO. And it is true. You don't have to apologize for the dark parts um, at all. Um, some, yeah, yeah, I know. Um, oh, there, here's some interesting stuff. Oh, number one Sugar Ray fan becoming a real contributor to this episode. <laughs> Noting that sh- Sound of Metal, free on Prime, Amazon employees. Number one Sugar Ray fan is an Amazon employee. We just found out. That's Jeff Bezos. He's tweeting that from orbit. He's tweeting that from orbit right now. Um, <laughs> Tatian Greenleaf informing me, I, I, it is impossible to not put my foot in my mouth. You can't use electric boogaloo because apparently that has been co-opted by white supremacy groups. Who knew? Who knew that what? a beloved what? and somewhat hacky comedy reference of Electric Bullet has been, apparently that's now white supremacist, references to a breakdancing movie. People are a big fan of your uh, first tattoo. Um, oh, Lady Walter says, I have a few, <laughs> I have a few web toes and my friends have always tried to make me get a tattoo of a dotted line with a little scissors symbol. I think your tattoo Aww. sounds awesome. I think you have to do it. I, I almost feel like I want to, I want to gift that tattoo to this person. That just sounds awesome. Gift it. All right. That just sounds wonderful. Um, Oh, if they're willing to do it, I just, I feel like I want to. You want to hook up payment. All right. We'll awesome. keep your phone number. Jeffrey yeah. says with those tattoos on your wrists and your virus, that autopsy is going to be wild. Um, <laughs> Sherilyn says, are do you, well, yeah, do you have any concerns of getting a regrettable tattoo? You can't hide at the resort. No, no. In fact, as you know, it's, you know, I found out this year that tattoos are great conversation starters. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Now here's so, a really no, they, interesting they, they were, one. This is something I don't know. I, I don't know what they. I, I don't know what would be a regrettable tattoo there. But I can tell you. I don't know. Here's what you're going to want to do: is you're going to want to get Morrissey's signature on your right shoulder in 2008, and then spend the next decade ooh, watching ooh. him say progressively more insane, fucked up things. Ooh. 
until you're like, what the yeah. fuck do I do? I've been on TV bragging about this man's name on my shoulder. How do I get it covered? It's huge. That is a regrettable tattoo. Um, get the signature of someone who later says things like, why did Kevin Spacey's, uh, why were those teenage boys allowed to be alone with him? Where were the parents? And you just go, what the fuck? You're the guy who wrote there is a light that never goes out, man. Like you're all sorts of crazy shit. There, that'll do it. There you go. Morrissey's signature. Now, caller. Okay, here's a here's. Oh yeah, go for what it. What was that? No, no, no. What were you gonna say? Here's a here, here's a here's a here's a left turn. Um, I met Kevin Spacey once in San when I was living in San Francisco. Okay, I want to hear that. Um, Let's put that on I'm the to do list. I, I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be super loose with the details, but that means I was something happened. In his pres- I was. I was in his presence. It was not, it was nothing. There were no shenanigans. It was not anything. Okay. Uh, this was not a Palm salacious. Springs. This was, was not a, a Palm Springs situation. It, no, no. It was a okay. film, it was a film related thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. I was in the same room with him. It was a small room. There were about four of us in the room and he was creepy as fuck. I used to, I used to be in a position where I got to meet a lot of celebrities and he was the only, he's like one of the only ones who ever like freaked me out. And I was only like in his presence for like ten minutes, maybe. So, any time news has come out about him, you have not been shocked in at all. No, 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 no. Now, and also like he he like he was really bad too. Like a friend of a friend of mine back in New York, back in his early career days, back in the early nineties. Like so. That's a bummer. Um, I don't remember all the details. That was a long time ago. I have, a, I have a very fun. Um, this is a weird thing to say after, as we're wrapping up, Kevin Spacey. I have a, I have a fun proposition for you. Um, okay. Weird thing to say in the same breath as Kevin Spacey. It's not like that, but this is the type of thing that I don't think this has happened before. It could really only happen at a live show. And caller, I think you might really like this. There is someone named D in the crowd who has said they will let you pick their first tattoo. Do you want to meet D? Oh, wow. D, do you want to come up and just uh, tell us a couple things about yourself? Or do you want to keep anonymous out there? You want to just tweet some of like maybe your interests and, and things that jump out as things well, that are meaningful to you? I hope I'm not coming across as like some tattoo expert. <laughs> I don't think so at all. I think D has probably just been thinking about this, and it sounds like D wants to take a, a, a big swing and just let you pick their first tattoo. Now, what I like about this is if you want to get really, you could be evil and say you will get Calvin pissing onto the Tasmanian devil, and you are now honor-bound to go get it. You can do that. You can do that. Or we can get some details and think of something truly meaningful and deep. What do you think? Caller, let's start spitballing here, and we'll see how serious, if D, if D comes in with any... Uh, Specifics to help guide this. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm happy to hear. I'm happy to hear it out and throw my ideas out. So, all right, D. How do you want to do this, D? Tweet or talk to me on the mic? Sounds like oh, someone just said D left. <laughs> Did they really leave? Uh, What's that? Oh, you think D tweeted again? Okay, let's go ahead and check. D seems to want to keep it all cybernetic. Let's see. Oh. Air Bear says we need some details. D slash tails. Uh. Oh, and Christina says D. Maybe, maybe you. The, Christina says maybe me, D, and you, the caller, should all get matching tattoos. 
See how good this comes out? This is getting fucking nuts. Oh, and then, okay, here's what D says. I like succulents and got a new puppy and I am sarcastic as fuck. Now, if that leads to me going wow. home with a new tattoo, I got a lot of explaining to do to my wife. Succulents, a new wow. puppy, and um, sarcasm. Well, if he's sarcastic as fuck, can we believe that he likes succulents and got a new puppy even? Great is that question. Even, is that believable? What's the opposite of succulents? Cactus. This motherfucker uh, loves cacti. Yeah. Um, the, he loves cacti and the kittens. Op- the opposite would be, yeah, some jungle plant maybe. Oh. Some sort of jungle plant, like a, a wild orchid. A wild orchid? And what? Okay. Yeah. That covers a, the subject. A wild, a wild orchid with like a picture of a, with a little picture of a cat in it. A picture, uh, a picture of a I cat know. folded I, into a picture of an orchid? Yeah. You know how like orchids have like this, like a little design and, you know, there's like that kind of splotchy design inside of it. It almost like, sometimes it looks like Rorschach test, you uh-huh, know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And those should be like kitten faces. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I know uh-huh. it's just, it's not, that's not really sarcastic. It's more like opposite day, but you know. Uh-huh. An orchid. D, you're going to have to tweet and let us know if you're willing to get an orchid tattoo that has kitten faces tastefully folded into it. I really like how this is going. I really, really like how this is going. I'm praying. I wish there was a way to somehow see an image of this in my mind. Okay. Um, Rosemary. Oh God, here we go. Been waiting for this. And you sat on, you waited a long time. You used your powers wisely. Caller, um, just so you know, we figured out before we put you on the line, there's someone in the crowd who uses the name on Twitter, Rosemary's Abortion. And it just said, (gasps) Rosemary's Abortion says, I cannot believe this is what you said as your first thing. The opposite of succulents is blow killings. That is how you... What was that? The opposite of succulents is bloculins. Wow. Wow. (laughs) The opposite. Wow. You should should get that person to open for you next time. That was amazing. (laughs) Oh, here. Do you want to hear a funny little factoid referencing Rosemary's baby? Um, Mm -hmm. This would give away my age, but... My mom went to go see Rosemary's Baby in the theater when she was like eight months pregnant with me. And everybody was like aghast. They're like, what the hell are you doing here, lady? Get the hell out of here. Huh? I love it. So that was my, that was my uh, yeah, made an impression on me, I guess. Um, it's been suggested that maybe D get a tattoo of the iPhone speaker logo next to their ear. Um, sort of like the opposite oh, of yours. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That would work. He asks, D says, how do we feel about a sleeve? A Holy whole sleeve? He wants info on a whole sleeve, on what you would do. It sounds oh, like the first idea I would, was a hit. Oh, I would make it, if, if, if I'm going to stick with the jungle theme, I would probably like be a whole arm full of like vines and snakes and flowers and I don't know, maybe like a little man-eating plant like Audrey from Little Shop of Horrors or something. I don't know. That's what I'm picturing. I like that. Uh, number one uh, Audrey, fan suggests Garfield shrugging, saying, I hate orchids and love Mondays, being sarcastic. <laughs> okay, Gar- Garfield incorporated in your sleeve. I'm yeah, in- you're, you're, yeah the, the audience has much better ideas. So I don't know. It took me 20 years to come up with my first tattoo. I can't do it in two minutes. 
I need guide. to let you know how I, I I need you to let me know how you're feeling about how this is guiding that you might have a full sleeve of vines, uh, flowers, uh, snakes, and also kittens within orchids um, up and down your arm. I think this is really going places. Or maybe you're into the Garfield one. See, I want to know how you're feeling about this. The caller is here and ready to help. Get it going. I'm hitting refresh like a madman, waiting for your thoughts, D. Waiting for your thoughts. Um, caller, that's all. I feel like, how would you feel? Oh, D, okay, D did, okay. Caller, D. I wish I could see what you guys are, well, I wish listen. I could see what you guys are seeing. No, listen, well, D. Are, they, are the tweets on a, are the tweets like pro projected on a screen? I've never been to Oh, a, no, I'm just live. reading them off the screen. Hey, are you in front of a computer? Oh, okay. Uh, I could be, yeah. Well, you just use the hashtag hyphy anonymous and you can get in on this. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. He yeah. simply says, and that's H-Y-P-H-Y, -H which I thought was pretty standard spelling, but somebody in the crowd fucking flipped out and lost their mind about it. So H-Y-P-H-Y. -H -Y. Yeah. Somebody got yeah, really okay. mad at me before, like really legit mad, and I was kind of nervous. But you know who else is nervous? D, who in a moment of true vulnerability just tweeted the words, I'm scared. Oh, it is scary. It is scary. D. D, just, it is scary, but you can do it. Hello? Yeah. No, the crowd's clapping. Oh, okay. The crowd's clapping. Oh, okay. Oh, so I, th I thought, I thought the, the call dropped or something. So. Now, Jeffrey, yeah, no, know, as a former Bay Area resident, would you be willing to try to define the word hyphy? Define the word what? Hyphy. How we keep it hyphy in the Bay. We keep it hyphy in the Bay. Uh, I, uh, do you want me to figure out what that means? No, it's okay. Never mind. We're really mostly just kidding. Now, also, Christina tweeted, oh. still mad, still clearly mad. It's because I can't spell anonymous, not hyphy. So this whole time, Christina <laughs> wanted me to spell A-N-O-N-Y-M-O-U-S. <laughs> Any area of the country, they would say, how do you spell hyphy? Here, I know how to spell oh. hyphy, motherfucker. How do you spell anonymous? So how do you define hyphy? Okay, sorry. I, hyphy, yeah, yeah. I couldn't picture it. I like, wasn't hearing it right. Um, how would I define it, hyphy? Um, uh, just um, I, the word hype comes to mind. And like maybe, and like it sounds like ish, maybe hype-ish. I don't know. Um, like it sounds like maybe hyphy is like, hey, we're hyping the caller. We're here to support the caller. We're the hype team. I don't know. Does that work? I heard that someone, like one person just went, yeah. And the person right next to them went, no. Like, <laughs> and then Janesh in the crowd did just say, and this strikes me as true. Now, I'm not going to claim, I'm from New Jersey. I'm not going to claim I know what hyphy really is. It's been made clear to me over the years that that is a Bay Area thing that I can't master. But I will say Janesh just did say, not being able to spell anonymous is the most hyphy shit. <laughs> And it seems like the crowd agrees that that's hyphy as hell, baby. Or so, as you would say here, hella hyphy. Did I just figure that out? Hella hyphy. That's hella hyphy. Wait, Not being oh. able to spell anonymous. That's hella hyphy. Well, if it's, if it's, if it's hella is an East Bay thing, if okay. I remember right. So someone's East now Bay, saying, right? so, so, now someone's saying ho, so is hyphy. And I realize this is apparently so, a touchy subject and I had no idea. Right. You know what? I'm, I'm getting the sense that Hyphy is the new, uh, what was that word a few months ago? Coogee or something like that. Uh, when 
there was there was like it meant tacky, and there was like an article in the New York Times about oh everything what's that word? Oh, shuggy, shuggy, shuggy. Okay, yeah. I remember that was a remember like it was like for like uh like three days that was like the hottest word everyone was using. Mm-hmm, That's probably mm-hmm. what hyphy is now. Now okay, hyphy things are erupting. No, listen, caller, things are erupting in this crowd. People are getting very invested oh, no. in this terminology. Christina is now even madder at me. Started where I thought she couldn't spell hyphy. Got insulted that I insinuated that said anonymous. Then I called Christina out on that. Christina has followed up again. I think clearly sounds even madder. Says, I'm not mad. Just pick shorter words. Um, which honestly is fair. Which honestly is fair. Air Bear says that Harry Ghost coming at us with a hyphy new tat. Um, and then this one I don't understand, but all of you I think will. The East Westerner says, hyphy is an Oakland thing, so you many more be familiar is a movement. Is that a thing? Yeah. That made sense to you, caller? And Christina says um, this hyphy thing, the East Bay thing, it's a touchy subject like Kevin Spacey. Um, yeah. Yeah, that all, that, that, that's all kind of coming together for me now. I mean, I lived in Oakland for a while, too. And, oh, God, people are going to groan when I say this. Yeah, I lived in Vallejo for a while, too. But that was the... Vallejo. <laughs> um, and now... But I lived in... But I lived, but I, but I lived on, Oak, on Oak Street for, like, off and on for, like, 14 years. So... People are... People did get... People did boo Vallejo. I have no idea. Number one yeah. Sugar Ray fan tells me East Bay versus this area is like saying, oh, you're from New York when you say you're from Jersey. So that makes sense. So that would be me being like, I'm from Jersey. And people are like, but New York, really? Okay, got it. And then Jeffrey says maybe he should define fetch. <laughs> is that is that Bay Area not, terminology? Look, we're, no, we're not, we're not making fetch happen tonight. We are not making fetch happen. Wait, that guy around on the bus. He knows, he, knows, he knows what I mean. Is this a thing that I'm just not going to know what anyone's talking about because I'm not from here? Oh, me and Because you're not gay. Got it. Okay, got it. Yeah. Uh, Valle- and then Janesh also says, uh, Vallejo is also clothing optional, so this makes sense. Well, Vallejo's clothing optional just because most people there are so fucking wasted and they just go, you know, they just, they're so high and out of it, they just take their clothes off probably. And then Christina, now even madder, I keep bringing up Christina to the point where now Christina's clearly in a white hot rage and tweeted, cut me a check for this show. Wow, me and Chris, there's words are going to be had. Call her. This is really. What did Christina say this time? Says that I owe her money for involving her so much in the show. I cannot believe how this is. I cannot believe how this is to send it in the chat. Okay. Um, well, Chris, just Christina, I'm really glad you're here. It means a lot to me, and you're contributing a lot to the conversation. So, I just, I just go. want you to know that I just want you to know that I want you to feel seen. Jeffrey also says if Christina got a two-show ticket, she's clearly going home after the podcast taping. <laughs> that would be amazing. That motherfucker. <laughs> He needs shorter words. I'm fucking out of here. Hope that's not the case. Okay. <laughs> that was a very fun stretch of life. Let's focus back up. We've got 10 minutes left. Christina just said wow. instantly. You just said that. Christina, all Maddie managed to tweet, Chris, I want you to thank me too. And that's real. <laughs> Christina, where are you? People are now pointing at each other. And then the people they're pointing at are pointing at other people. 
No one wants to own up to being Christina. And I will just say this, Christina, there, everybody's pointing at someone over here, but then you're over there. Christina, let me just tell you, holding up a candle, I can't see your face, but I see your bobbing candle in the dark. Let me just say, I am so truly wow. flattered that you came out tonight. I'm greatly appreciative, not just of your presence, but of your contributions to the show. I think they've made it a livelier show. It would have been like a meal without salt. You were the salt on this meal, and that brings out all the flavors. Thank you for being here. Oh, was that hyphy? I think that was hyphy, what I just did. Was that hyphy or not? Sure. Out of all the live shows I've done, I've never seen one get weird in this way, where the crowd starts getting mad about local vernacular. And, and, wow. and um, Okay. And I, I've just been gone too. I've been gone too long, so I don't. The words don't mean anything to me. So totally fair. Totally. Yeah. Fair. We've now got about eight and a half minutes left. I'm not sure if there's anything else. Oh wow. Oh, Christina, close. <laughs> Christina very kindly wrote back and said, "Thank you. I learned how to spell anonymous because of this." You're oh, welcome, Christina. Here we go. You're welcome. Here we go. Yeah. Dinesh also said Christina is 100% the admin of her next door group. Um, Ugh, that next door is an evil, evil place. I feel like I can figure out what that is just based on the reaction to it. Um, okay, yeah. caller. Eight minutes. So actually, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the, the only two podcasts that I listen to regularly are Beautiful Anonymous and The Neighborhood Listen, which is, a, which is, which is an improv podcast that spoofs next door by uh paul f tompkins of course who's on all the podcasts and uh nicole parker who used to be on mad tv and it's two people like they improvise like posts from next door and they just kind of riff on this little fictional town and nicole parker plays a realtor in it and she's so funny and i'm i'm in real estate now so i get a kick out of it so but yeah, those are the only two podcasts I listen to regularly. So you should check it out. I'm truly flattered. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We bounced around a lot. Well, too. I mean, here, Very here I'll get. I know we're getting close. I know we're getting close to the end, so I'll get a little, uh, a little weepy on you. Um, you know, I just really, just, I just really want to tell you what, like, what beautiful anonymous has meant to me the last year. So, it just it. I, I didn't discover it until COVID happened. Um, I'd seen your specials and stuff, but I didn't know about the podcast. And then I just dove in. And over the last few months, as things have been opening up, like just listening to the conversations, it's like it's like it's kind of taught me, retaught me how to converse. It's because it's like I forgot how to converse with people. And like listening to these just easy conversations you have with people. And when I say easy, I know it's, I don't mean the subject matter always, but just, you know, it's a comfortable conversation and it's taught me how to talk again in a way. Does that make sense? I felt, uh, I've always felt very proud of the show. And then I started hearing stuff like that during the pandemic from people going like, I haven't had many human conversations and uh, thanks for giving me one each week. And I've said, you know what? Yeah, it, it actually, good about I, I kind of channeled a little bit, you know, Palm Springs was kind of like my re-entry to life. And I kind of, you know, kept the show in mind a little bit and it really helped me like initiate conversations. But I, 
mean, I'm, I'm actually, you know, probably sounds surprising, but I'm kind of shy a little bit and uh, an introvert, but, you know, this is anonymous, so nobody cares. Um, and I kind of channeled the show a little bit. And it really helped me to start and maintain conversations with people when I was down there. because I went by myself. In Palm Springs. So you're telling me, because I would take this as a huge point of pride, genuinely, you're telling me that as you're easing back into this life via this Palm Springs resort that you love, that you're sitting here going, I would like this to be a positive experience and I want to connect with people. I'm naked in a hot tub. There might be some shenanigans and I'd like to make that happen. Let me channel Chris Gethard in the course of that. Yeah, I basically just pretended to be you. To, I love to, uh, that. You know, I love that. To, to, I love to that. Get to, I pretended to be you to get some action. So You just thought of another old hairy ghost in this world somewhere in the forests <laughs> of New Jersey. And you said, but you know what? It's, it's so flattering to hear that, but I can tell you because there's people, like people have tweeted at me who I know I've had in-person conversations with, and they can tell you, I am truly, in person, one of the hardest people to have a conversation with. It is, <laughs> it is cringy sometimes how uncomfortable I feel. So I always say this when people express things like that. I go, I'm glad the show gave you that. And oh my God, it gives me that too. I've gotten in fights with Hallie where she will straight up say, I listened to your show where you like never miss a detail and you're so tough. And then I ask you to do two things and you can't fucking remember either. I'm like, she's like, you're only good on the fucking phones with strangers. Like, anyway, it's true. We might have to cut wouldn't that it be, part. Wouldn't it, be, <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if that she might called be it live time? exclusive? You're going to edit my, my, my episode? Oh, man. Oh, now I can't, you son of <laughs> Well done. Um, someone, number one Sugar Ray fan said uh, that they would have loved it if when you said, I only listen to two podcasts, if this was not one of them. <laughs> if it was, wait, wait, don't tell me, and car talk, and then we just moved on. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been <laughs> really amazing. Yeah. I just want to also say Warped Strength. I'm so sorry to hear this. Someone named Warped Strength just jumped in with three minutes left and said that feeling when you've been spelling anonymous wrong the entire show. So there's some other hashtag that you've been using. And uh, Wow. Absolutely. But should, I go, should I go look all this stuff up on Twitter after the call? Yeah, you'll be able to do that. You go to Hyphy Anonymous. You can see what everybody was saying. I'm just yeah. picking out some things that yeah. jump out at me. Jeffrey also wants to know, number one Sugar Ray fan, Jeffrey wants to know what your favorite Sugar Ray song is. So please get that in in the next two minutes, 45 seconds. Caller, this has been lovely uh, and delightful. You know, yes, you were saying. Oh, you know, Sugar Ray's not really in my wheelhouse. So did they have a song called Fly? I'll go with that. Or they had a song Shrek. So I'll go with that. They did. Yeah, all those things are true. Um, they were asking number yeah. one Sugar Ray fan, but I love that you're getting yours on record too. Mine is a weird one. They weirdly put out a song called Rivers that was their attempt to write a Weezer song, and it's a better Weezer <gasps> song than most of the songs Weezer has written. Is this I song Rivers? It, I it's know. Great. I bet it is. I bet it is. I'm not surprised. As soon as you said Rivers, I'm like, oh, they're trying to out Weezer, Weezer. They did. They went out and Rivers actually sang on it with him. And it's great. It's, She's gone and I'm gonna find her. It's been so long. It's just a Weezer song. But then it's like, if that's so fucking easy, why doesn't Weezer do it, man? Anyway. anyway. I'm gonna have to go look that up now. Everywhere, anyway. And then, okay, number one Sugar Ray fan said, every morning, baby. Um, okay, okay. <laughs> 
Christina says she feels seen and not alone. So we won't, I don't have that guilt dangling over my head. Okay, 90 seconds left. Caller, I just want to say a couple of things. First, thank you for being so open and honest. Thank you for um for for uh, fomenting some of the the hyphiness in this room. Thank you for your tattoo suggestions. Yeah. Most of all, I hope your friend's okay. And I, I know that that you said weird day, but I also know it must have been an incredibly hard day. Uh, so thank you for being a good friend and one of the people who steps up and helps those around you. That's really cool of you. Thanks. Thanks. Good to hear that. And I, I feel like I could clarify one thing before we end in like the last 10 seconds. I just want to make sure everyone there knows that I'm, I am closed right now. So, you know, you this are. was not a clothing optional podcast. God. So I just want everyone to know I am closed. I'm going to say I haven't thought about it before this moment, but if you had revealed you've been nude this whole time, I would have been thrilled to hear that too. I was, I was tempted, the, the jokester in me was tempted to say that, but I was like, no, I've got to keep it honest. Got to keep it honest. I wonder how I should, what if we did a live taping at the, at the clothing optional resort in Pipe Springs? How do you think that would go? Oh, I would love it. Do they do? I think a lot would of people would, you would love it. I feel like there would a lot of, be a lot of people that'd be like, shut Whoa. the fuck up. You know, get out of here. Probably not the one I stayed at, but the one next to me. Because the one next to me was like the, the clothing optional straight resort. And it's like a swingers resort. And I, I want to go over there and just to see what's going on. You do, clothing optional, beautiful anonymous taping. I need everybody out there in the Facebook comments. If there are people who would actually attend that, I would consider making it happen just to see what the fuck happens. Because that sounds like my... Can, this show is already like an emotionally vulnerable nightmare for me. Can you imagine if I had to do it naked <laughs> on stage in front of people too? That would be some next level fucked up shit, man. Okay. Um, All okay. right. <laughs> Let's just get some closing you've got, comments. You've got my number if you ever want to do it. So. Let's see if we can make it happen. All right. Jeffrey says, Chris singing a Sugar Ray, singing a uh, sweeter kind of... I sounded like Morrissey. That stings. Um, <laughs> Chester X says, my unborn is pleased. Praise to the caller and Chris. Two months till spawn day. Congratulations, Chester X. I'm glad we pleased your unborn child. He's been listening the whole time. Lady Walter says, thank you, Harry Ghost. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your year. Happy holidays. Um, um, you too. Number one Sugar Ray fan said, I don't know what this means. We went this whole time to find there was two two resorts. Oh, two resorts. Yeah, we just at the tail end. Oh, learned that, that, oh that, there are countless. There are countless resorts. There are countless clothing optional resorts in Palm Springs. Countless. Stephanie, who flew here from Texas, said her and Jason would go to the clothing optional show. They will. Okay. Round of applause. And, and I'm being serious. And you're not committing. I won't. I won't hold you to. Round of applause if you would. Serious. And if, but we're in San Francisco. Yeah. Clap yeah. if you would attend a clothing optional. Beautiful and oh, caller, you may have opened a real can of worms on this one. You may have opened uh, a real can of words. You're the one who suggested it. I'm just, but I'll be there if you need it, if you need support. Oh, if I need support. Yeah, I guess I can't wait to see what your new tattoo is because we'll all feel, oh, Lady Walter says I should wear a jacket, no pants. Oh, oh, if I still wear my hipster jackets. Oh. oh. That, how would that fly? If I just wore a corduroy jacket and nothing else, how would that go, caller? 
Um, we can be, be honest. People would be people would be curious. At, at a gay resort, people would be curious. Um, they they would be curious. That so, is the kindest um, way anyone has ever told me that I would be harshly judged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, gay men cannot be kind. Um, Sometimes oh, they are I'm going to have to do some kind. fucking sit-ups and, to get ready for this one. And, but, but, but they would be, they would be politely curious, I think. I think here's a beautiful note to end on. This is from Erebear, Yeah, Erin, who says, the caller, this is addressed to me saying, the caller will support you like the pocketed underwear supported him. Oh, yes. Yeah. Caller, yeah. what we a can, great Maybe we can get that, we can get great, them to sponsor that episode. This was such a fun time talking to you. Thank you so much for calling and, and opening up to us. Thank you. I want to thank everybody here in San Francisco who came and attended and offered up your questions. Uh, Christina, I'm so sorry for any ways in which you felt um, put upon. I'm happy that we learned to spell anonymous along the way. Sincerely, thanks to everybody. Your comments were making me laugh. You were such a huge part of it. For anybody who's hanging out for the second show, I'll see you in just a little while. For anybody who this was all of your time with me tonight, means the world that you came out. I have always loved this city and I can't wait to return someday. What a beautiful joy and a show I will not soon forget. Thank you guys so, so much and thanks for coming out. Caller, thank you so much. What a joy it was to talk to you. And thank you to Andrea Quinn who comes on the road with me, records these things. Thank you to Marcus Hom who engineers him back home. Thanks to Anita Flores who produces the show. Thank you to Shell Shack for the theme music. ChrisGeth.com if you want to know more about me, including more live shows tickets on sale at chriskeff.com and hey wherever you're listening there's a button that says subscribe favorite follow helps me a lot when you hit that button helps the show survive so do it and find our merch at podswag.com mug shirts posters and more and if you want ad free episodes beautiful anonymous use the promo code stories for one month free at stitcher.com slash premium